Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Stuart Furman. He is an elder law attorney as well as author. Stuart, welcome to our show. Thanks for having me. So let's just dive right in. When did you realize you wanted to be an attorney? That was really back in college. My previous life was as a classical violinist. Um, and in classical music, you really can't make any money. And so I said, what else is out there that uh, I can use music as a supplement and really enjoy it a lot more? And, you know, law would open up a whole bunch of doors. So that's when I decided to go to law school and see where it took me. And how did you get into elder law? That's the first time I ever heard of even that, that specialty. Elder law is really a, a subset of estate planning. Elder law really deals with, um, you know, long-term care primarily. It's incapacity, dealing with nursing homes, VA benefits, things along that line. And it really kind of evolved from one of my initial clients uh, where they called me and said, this is back in the 80s. Um, you know, I, my husband's in a nursing home and spending everything I, I own, you know, what can I do? And that was back before cell phones and computers. And I had to actually go to the library. What a, what a strange uh, experience and, um, you know, research and make calls. And that opened up kind of a long-term care practice for me. And then it just, it just took off from there. And what things do you suggest to that woman or just in general, like let's say someone is spending a lot of time or money on their, um, their, their home care. What are some suggestions you, you, you have for them? Well, you know, each client is different. Each state in the country is different. Uh, we look at what benefits, what public benefits might be out there uh, under VA or the Veterans Administration. There's what's called compensation, which is compensation for a, uh, military-related injury, and then there's what's called a non-service-connected disability pension, long word there, um, which basically says because you were in the military when you're older, there's some funds available to, to assist you, you know, in your old age. And the other side of the coin on the state side, well, I'm speaking specifically on California right now, there's what's called Medi-Cal. Medi-Cal gives you benefits for nursing home stays. There are some benefits available for uh, care at home, uh, as well as assisted living. And it, all the programs are different, though. So you can't rely on one state to another. But there, there, are, there are definitely planning options, you know, to, to help and assist the, the families in those areas. And what, is the, what are some of the biggest challenges then, frankly? Is, is, is it costing or, or, or quality of care? relative to people that are in nursing homes? You know, my practice, and I think probably every attorney practicing in this area across the country, the biggest obstacle is mental capacity. And, you know, if you, if you break what, your what leg, if you break your leg, you have a, you have a, an x-ray that says, Hey, here's the fracture and how do I fix it? Mental capacity is where are you on the spectrum of the ability to understand what you're doing, understanding the ramifications of the documents you're signing, and that's not really that clear. 
you know, mm-hmm. so mental capacity, we have to sometimes go to the, you know, look at physicians or neuro exams and try to get a feel for, does this person really understand what they're doing? One of the things in my book is uh, one of my favorite chapters is the famous last words, which says, you know, people cannot, cannot sign legal documents if they no longer have mental capacity. Everybody thinks it's backwards. So I, that, that's a really important point to, to, to hit home. Interesting. It would seem that given that the U.S. population is getting older and older, that you would have great job security. <laughs> well, uh, I'll tell you, this, uh, this practice is definitely recession-proof. Yeah. No matter what happens in the world, um, people get old, people get sick, people pass away. It's just the way it is. And earlier you mentioned that elder care is more about estate planning. I mean, is the nursing home aspect part of estate planning or did you mention estate planning before? Yeah, I look at, at um, the estate or elder law as a subset of estate planning. Oh, subset. Okay. okay. So, you know, yeah, estate planning also includes just a monpa doing a living trust, even like yourself. You might, you and your, and your, you know, significant other spouse um, might create a living trust. That's an estate plan, but it's not necessarily for elder law dealing with long-term care kind of issues. Hmm. Interesting. And tell us more about your book and why you wrote it. The book is called the Elder Care Ready Book, and there's a companion book, the Elder Care Ready Pack. And, you know, what happened to me after 37 years of practicing in the elder, as an elder law attorney, a funny thing happened. My parents got old on me and I kind of look at my wife and said, how dare them? You know, they're not allowed to do that. <laughs> and so, you know, even being an insider on the legal side, I never really realized what elder care is. And when you look at elder care, you know, first of all, we look at what are called activities of daily living, you know, helping them feed and bathe and grooming and showering and all those nice things that we all do on a daily basis. But there's a whole slew of other things. When they no longer can can help themselves, we have to take over management of the finances and investments, you know, dealing with their mail, their laundry, their medical or the medical recommendations and medications. Uh, bringing them to the to the doctors, and believe me, they have a lot of appointments, and believe me, they have a lot of drugs they're taking. Okay, and that's just a you know a snapshot of a few of the items. And so when I first got hit with elder care, I was lost. I mean, again, even as an insider dealing with legal issues, that didn't help me taking care of the logistical issues and how to manage this monstrous task. And that's just for one person. What if you have two or three parents going through this at the same time? So I said uh, to myself, uh, self, you know, if, if, uh, if I'm having a problem with this, I can guarantee you everybody in the country is too. So I put my fingers to the keyboard and said, let me write down my experiences, my story, and see if this can actually help people. And that's what I did. That started with the Elder Care Ready book which I look at is describing how to build a wheel and the elder care ready pack is the wheel. It, it, I've created the wheel. So you fill in information in, in the pack and you are ready for your elder care journey. 
that's very inspiring and I, and I applaud you for your work, Stuart. I mean, you know, like, like all things, uh, for instance, if, if someone's a doctor, it, it takes a certain type of doctor to, let's say, work with um, people who are like, young kids who have leukemia or perhaps in the oncology. So I'm, for you, does it take an emotional toll? Because, you know, you're dealing with people that are near the end of their life. So when you decided to get into that field or that aspect, was it challenging for you or is it challenging for you now? Because again, it's, it would seem like it would be quite emotional to be working with perhaps those individuals. It, it is, absolutely. You know, so sometimes I look at myself not only as a lawyer, but a psychologist, a family practitioner, because um, you're dealing with family issues, you're dealing with all the emotions, you're dealing with passing away, uh, you're dealing with, you know, all of those things combined. And that, that's what definitely makes it challenging in the elder care arena, because they're, they're ill. Those people are ill now. Yeah, yeah. And so how do you deal with that? How do you maintain your, your own level of sanity? Because it sounds like you're, you're a kind, compassionate, intelligent man that has a great service to help people. But personally, you know, this podcast is about sharing stories and about inspiring and informing. So personally, you know, some of us might have also emotionally draining careers, but how do you feel that you're able to maintain your level of sanity and just to keep moving on and doing what you're doing for the service of others? <laughs> well, really good question. And uh, to a large extent, writing these books were very cathartic. <laughs> you know, it, it, it lets it out of me to get, put it on paper and then reading it, reviewing it, and, um, and finally printing it. Uh, and I'm currently almost done with my second edition, which, which adds some things through, you know, regarding my family and my story. But um, it, it's something that people need to realize that just like death and taxes, which everybody knows will happen, um, elder care will happen to everybody. And it's not a question if, it's a question of when will it start, how long will it be, and how intense will it be. And therefore, my mantra and what I want to get out to everybody in the, in the world is don't fear elder care, just be ready and prepared for it. Now that's such great advice, Stuart. Thank you so much for providing such a unique perspective. I've never literally met a lawyer in elder care. So thank you so much for being uh, your, your, your expert in what you do. How can our guests stay in touch with you and, and learn more about your book and read your book? Well, you can call me at 877-820-3335. You can also email me at S. Furman, S is in Stuart, Furman, F-U-R-M-A-N, at eldercareready.com. Um, and I, you can go to eldercareready.com. You can order the books there. Um, yeah, so if you, if you want to talk to me in person, give me a buzz. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty available on the phone to, to chat with you know, with circumstances that you may be running into. Great, Stuart. Thank you so much for your time. Have a great day. All right, Christopher, I appreciate it. And you too. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.